Greetings, everyone. Scotty Reed here with a Black Talk Radio News commentary. Please continue to support the independent media efforts of the Black Talk Media Project. It's a North Carolina-based nonprofit, and we focus on elevating black voices and helping them in the creation of digital radio stations and podcasts. Please visit blacktalkradionetwork.com to show your support. You can also show your support by joining our private social media community, btrcommunity.com. Just $24 a year will get you a verified account where everyone is verified on BTR community. That is where you will find my post, which is the focus of this video, ADOS, anti-Bernie Sanders propaganda targeting African Americans is found. So I was on Fedbook. Y'all might know it as Facebook, but I was on Fedbook as I've been on Fedbook since 2008. I don't do a lot of posting there outside of content that's being posted to blacktalkradionetwork.com. But I was on there and one of my friends I've been connected to for a very long time. They may even be a donor uh, to the Black Talk Media Project. I'm, I'm not particularly sure, but you know, I know that this is a real person. This isn't a troll. And he posted this political cartoon, which I came across on Facebook. And it's an anti-Bernie Sanders political cartoon which plays into the disproven trope that Bernie Sanders doesn't speak to black issues. Now, what, why did I tag this ADOS? Well, because in the box, and you probably can't read it, but it's basically, um, let me just read the cartoon for you. So in the first box, it says, hello there, voter demographic that I need to win. And, you know, it's a cartoon of Bernie Sanders with a walker. I don't know what that's all about, as the man is pretty much energetic. And if anybody who seems to be frail and breaking down, that would be Joe Biden, um, who in the last, I think it was the climate debate where blood just filled up one of his eyes and he has a history of having aneurysms and, and other health problems. So I don't, uh, you know, other than projection, I don't get why the walker. So anyway, the next box says that Senator Sanders, do you support reparations for black American descendants of slavery? So the next box, it shows him contemplating. And the last box says, we'll talk about it. Okay. So this is, I guess, playing off of a CNN appearance of Bernie Sanders when he was told that Elizabeth Warren supports reparations. And Bernie Sanders said, well, what does she support exactly? See, because reparations can mean anything depending upon who you're talking, talking to. Reparations could mean a check, which is what ADOS, those who are identifying with that hashtag created by Antonio Moore and Yvette Carnell, that's simply all I hear them saying is cut the check, cut the check. Now, reparations can also take other forms. Um, that could be free college for the descendants of victims of slavery. It could mean uh, free health care. But Bernie Sanders is calling for all those things for everybody. Okay? But reparations can take many forms. And I appreciate that he asked the question when he was asked the question about Elizabeth Warren's support 
for reparations and getting them to detail the policy. Now, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren are both senators in the U.S. Senate, obviously, and they both are co-sponsors on the reparations bill that was introduced by Senator Cory Booker. So Bernie Sanders has also employed um, a reparations advocate for his campaign as well. Um, Danny Glover, who was one of the witnesses who testified at the H.R. 40 hearing, uh, which was examining the House version of the bill. And what H.R. 40 seeks to do is to establish a commission which would then study the issue on how slavery uh, continues to impact African Americans today, whether we're talking police violence, whether we're talking mass incarceration, which I call prison slavery because the 13th Amendment never um, abolished slavery. It just simply set it aside as a punishment for crime. So then what this commission is supposed to do Assuming that it gets established, that means H.R. 40 and the Senate version have to be passed and then put on a president's desk to be signed into law. All of that has to happen before a commission is set up. Now, once the commission gets done documenting the impact that slavery still has on African-Americans, then they are supposed to come up with some proposals, some proposals on how to address the ongoing harm to African Americans who are descendants of those who are victims of slavery. But again, as a modern day abolitionist, I have to keep pointing out every chance that slavery was never abolished. Slavery was never abolished. Slavery was never abolished. So, you know, I am one of those who are seeking to end the slavery um, as my primary concern um, and reparations comes after after that. But, you know, I, I'm not um, able to, well, I'm not going to say I'm not able, but, you know, I have been mainly focused on changing the language of the 13th Amendment. That's going to have to come through a constitutional amendment. It would call for a repeal and replacement of the 13th Amendment with an amendment that abolishes slavery in all its forms. So anybody that that, that thinks that, um, let's say, for example, that we're going to get a check without from from the U.S. government without it going through the H.R. 40 process. Then, you know, that I'll just say that's wishful thinking. Um, you can say whatever you want to say, but I'm a realist and I know um, that right now H.R. 40 and the related Senate bill is the best path towards reparations. So. I then became interested, well, where did this cartoon come from? And it has an artist name. It looks like a political cartoon that would show up in a newspaper or on a political news site online. So it has an artist name there. So I was like, well, let's find out who this artist is, right? So I enlarged the image to to be able to read the artist's name, which is Misha Alali, I believe is how you pronounce it. Um, I also took note of the crescent moon that separates the first from the last name. And I and usually the crescent moon is associated with Islam. 
So I, you know, I thought that was pretty, pretty odd. Um, Misha um, sounds kind of Russian. Ali sounds kind of, you know, someone who's an Arab or, or you know, lives in a country because all people who practice Islam aren't black, but someone who chose a, a, a Arabic name. All right. So, you know, that just piqued my interest. As you can see from the date there, this was published August the 29th is the date that the artist signed uh, next to their name. So I tried to uncover where, what is the source of this video? So I did a couple of internet searches on the name. Um, like I said, it appeared to be Russian or, or something to do with Islam. Um, at first, I thought of a Nation of Islam artist, um, but no, that's not the symbol that, that they use. Um, the only Misha Alali I could find was on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, the Facebook profile is actually set up, was set up, and it registered uh, the person as being in the Ukraine um, as I go ahead and open up this profile. If you're listening on the podcast, uh, you can go to blacktalkradionetwork.com or our YouTube channel and you'll be able uh, to see the images. But um, a as you can see here, when I go to the about on this page, it says that he studied at Kiev National Linguistic University, lives in Kiev, Ukraine. And again, you know, I thought I might find more than one person. Uh, with this name, but this is a pretty unique name, I, I guess, because I could find other than that Facebook, I found their Instagram account, which doesn't have any posts whatsoever. And on the Facebook post, uh, it seems that it was set up sometime in 2017, um, but he doesn't really use the account or post to it. Um, there hasn't been anything recent. Um, but then I found Amisha Al Ali on Instagram with 87 followers and following 67 people, but there were no posts. There were no posts. And when I looked at some of the friends of both of the profiles, um, you know, I kept seeing Arabic names. Um, so it just makes me believe that this person is Muslim. Um, not that I'm saying there's anything suspicious about that. We have Muslims living here in the United States, but, um, you know, with this person being based in the Ukraine, it, it's just very, very suspicious. And again, this is all about a trope that has tried, that goes back really to the Clinton administration and, or not Clinton administration, but the Clinton campaign of 2016, um, where, um, the mainstream media tried to portray Bernie Sanders as someone who's out of touch with black people and, and black issues. Although this man has a history going way back to the 60s of participating in the civil rights movement, even getting arrested, uh, protesting for um, fair housing in Chicago and was actually uh, chained up next to a black woman. So, you know, I'm just t attempting to try to source this article. I don't think that Yvette Carnell, well, let me say, I don't think, I don't know if Yvette Carnell or Antonio Moore commissioned 
um, this political cartoon that is anti Bernie Sanders propaganda. Um, I don't, I simply don't know. It's possible they could have hired somebody on Fiverr, um, to draw this up for them. But other than this Facebook profile and Instagram profile, I cannot identify this Misha Al Ali. All right. So, um, as I was stating, you know, this is all about a trope to try to depress the black vote, particularly black voters who are supporting Bernie Sanders campaign and AM Joy, which is a program on MSNBC, which is hosted by Joy Reid, no relation to me. Um, but she participated in the Bernie bro, uh, slander of 2016 during that campaign season. Um, trying to paint all of Sanders support porters as rude white males in. So it was quite, you know, ironic that now she's being forced to admit that Bernie Sanders has support, not just among women, but among black women. As she tweeted a essence poll, which says the top presidential choice among black women ages 18 to 34 and Bernie Sanders tops the poll. Bernie Sanders at 18.9%, followed by Kamala Harris at 17.1%, and Elizabeth Warren at 13.7%, and Joe Biden at 10.3%. And in terms of Joe Biden, I keep seeing this narrative that uh, most black voters are supporting Joe Biden's campaign, and that's not true. That is simply not true. If he has any support, it is among older voters who are feeling nostalgic about Barack Obama as Biden was his VP. But let me tell you, uh, Joe Biden is not Barack Obama. Obviously, um, Joe Biden, um, his history of passing bills that led to mass incarceration that led to uh what they call it a civil asset forfeiture this man has a terrible uh record when it comes to issues that are popular with americans today he doesn't want uh, medicare for all he wants to so-called fix the aca which is the affordable care act um, which left a lot of people behind, millions of people still without insurance. And so, you know, I don't, un I really don't understand um, the support for Joe Biden among older black folks. And I'm 53, um, but they're saying most of his support comes from those who are 65 and older. But I would just have to say they are not that informed about Joe Biden's record. And they're only looking at him as an extension of Barack Obama, um, which isn't true. So anyway, also, you know, to continue to destroy that myth about uh, Bernie Sanders' support, um, there was an article that came out on Jokobin magazine that said, you know, by January of this year, it had become clear that enthusiasm for Sanders run was remarkably inflected by race with compare, comparatively strong support coming from black voters. Uh, there was a Pew Research poll that came out that confirmed the trend said that only 49% of Sanders supporters are white compared with 56% of Biden's voters, 59% of Harris voters, and a remarkable 71% of Warren voters. 
So again, this was dispelling this slander against the Sanders campaign that, oh, he's only supported by rude white males. And um, so as you can see from August 17th to February the 15th, uh, Bernie Sanders indicators among black voters continued to grow in name recognition, which was due largely to his 2016 run. Favorability has been increasing. It's over 60%. And uh, uh, preference. Uh, more are starting to prefer Bernie Sanders to the rest of the field. So, again, I don't know if... if Yvette Carnell or Antonio Moore commissioned um, this artist Misha Al Ali to come up with this uh, false narrative that Bernie Sanders doesn't pay attention to black issues. Um, I mean, Medicare for all is a is an issue. Isn't healthcare access uh, issue for black people? It hasn't lack of access led to the health disparities? Um, student debt forgiveness, you know, um, I don't have any student debt, but my sister does, my cousins do, a lot of us do, okay, and then um, particularly black students who took out loans were subject to racist predatory loans with higher interest rates than other students, so would Bernie Sanders forgiving all student debt paid for by a tax on Wall Street help black people. Certainly it will help black people. Uh, free college tuition for all. Is that not, is education not an issue for black people? I could go on and on, especially his, um, um, what is it? Safety. It's a criminal justice plan where it speaks to safety and justice for all. It's part of his platform. And it, within that platform, it talks about whole, how he's going to hold police accountable who commit acts of violence, police who lie in court cases to uh, help a, a, um, a prosecutor obtain a conviction, uh, putting these people in databases like do not call lists and what have you. Uh, a lot of his recommendations or proposals actually come from prisoners themselves in demanding human rights as I've been a part of help advancing the prisoners agenda and ending prison slavery and recognizing the human rights. Uh, Sanders supports voting rights for people who are in prison and he's for ending prison gerrymandering. That's when they, they take black people from their communities, lock them up in a prison in a rural area and then, you know, uh, uh, the number of representatives Representatives out of that district is based off of the census and they're counting those African Americans and other non-whites as being part of this predominantly white district where they're being housed in these prisons. So that's what prison gerrymandering is. It also takes away uh, financial resources because again the census is based on the population number. So um, anyone that's putting out there that Bernie Sanders does, just because he doesn't frame it specifically as a black issue doesn't mean it isn't an issue for black people. So we're dealing with semantics here. All right. So again, I don't know if actual people who identify as ADOS are, are behind this. I don't know if Yvette Carnell or, or Tony O'Moore is behind it. I also know that there was some reports that um, white males who organized on the message board for Chan 
uh, have used the ADOS hashtag to latch on to the movement to promote right-wing ideology like uh, xenophobia and things of that nature. So um, I don't know if uh, Russians, by the way, of Ukraine, and I'm not a believer in that whole Russian influence the election thing. Um, you know, I just haven't seen enough enough proof. Um, but in a similar, can a similar campaign be happening? You know, uh, Joe Biden got ties to the Ukraine. Him and his son uh, have ties to the Ukraine. You know, uh, Biden bragged about getting a Ukrainian prosecutor fired who was investigating the company that his son um, worked for and was being financially compensated quite handsomely. So Joe Biden has some friends in the Ukraine. Is someone connected to the Biden campaign uh, commission this anti-Bernie Sanders propaganda that's targeting uh, black voters that seeks to suppress the black vote? My guess is good as yours. Now, I did a reverse image lookup, and it couldn't find anything. I tried the uh, reverse lookup using Google, and then I tried uh, 10i um, as well. And 10i couldn't find any match for this political cartoon, and it searched over 37.7 billion images. But as um, the search result revealed to me, if it's a relatively new image, it may not have been indexed yet. Okay, so I guess, you know, I'm putting this out there to you, Internet sleuths. I cannot track down the source of this this propaganda, this anti-Bernie Sanders propaganda that's targeting black folders. I cannot source it. Um, so if you can help, I, I would pretty much appreciate it. Now, I did ask my friend on Fedbook where he got the image from, and he got back to me this morning and said he just simply uh, copied the image off of somebody else's profile on Facebook, and he doesn't know where that person got it from. So I'm trying to find out that this anti-Bernie Sanders propaganda that seeks to suppress the black vote or his black support, did it come from people actually associated with the ADOS LLC or is it connected to other campaigns or is it connected to foreign influence in trying to meddle in the DNC primary and suppress the vote, the black vote for Bernie Sanders. So that's the question that remains. I cannot um, source it any further. And if you know where this showed up, um, please, by all means, if it showed up in a political uh, news outlet, let let me know. Leave leave you know the uh, information in the comments. As of right now, it's still a mystery. And so again. All I can trace it to is the name that the artist used, and that traces to a European, um, a Ukrainian named Misha Al Ali, who lives in the Ukraine. All right, this has been Scotty Reed with the Black Talk Radio News Commentary. Again, please continue to support the independent black media uh, outlet Black Talk Radio Network. You can do that by making a donation today to the nonprofit Black Talk Media Project. All donations are tax deductible, or you can simply join um, BTRcommunity.com for twenty four dollars 
a year and, and access private social media where everybody's verified, troll free. All right. Peace and blessings to all.